Welcome to Know Your Money, where we will explore our relationship with money and how the psychology of it impacts our financial decisions as everyone thinks about money differently. In our podcast, we'll be presenting a variety of financial topics in an easy to understand way, which we hope will assist you with managing your money. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Know Your Money. Warren, Craig, how are you guys today? Hello, Bronwyn. Hello, Craig. How are you? I'm well. Very good. Thank you. Always good to see you, Warren. Always never a pleasure, a chore. never a chore. <laughs> How are you, Brian? Good, thank you. Good, and you? Yes, all good, thank you. We have a guest today, um, Ashley Kluver from Merchant West Encompass. Craig, do you want to explain a little bit about what Encompass is and Ashley can introduce herself? Yes, well, welcome, Ashley. Nice to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so our practice has makes use of Merchant West Encompass as our money, money, international money transfer. So when clients wish to invest money offshore, that's money leaving South Africa, you're allowed to, as a South African uh, resident, you are allowed, and a taxpayer, you're allowed to transfer 1 million rand of discretionary money offshore without approval from SARS. That gets, that's, every bank has that license and even some of the finance houses have it. That does include your online purchases and your travel. So it's a, it's a discretionary amount that you are allowed to invest offshore. That means physically leave South Africa, leaves your South African bank account and goes into an international bank account. That's what you are allowed. And thereafter, you're also allowed up to 10 million rand. And anything over 1 million to 10 million you need approval from SARS. And that's where Ashley comes into the picture. And Ashley, you can explain a bit more about how you've helped our practice. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. So um, we do do the international money transfers for single discretionary allowance, which Craig did say was for your investments onto offshore platforms or into other bank accounts. We also assist individuals to actually apply to SARS on their behalf for the approval for international transfer, which is anything up to 10 million rand, and that's per calendar year. Is that the tax clearance that you 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 actually help with that whole process, all the admin around it, the paperwork. Correct, oh, yes, brilliant. we do. And what happens if they wanted to do more than 11 million? Very good question. Uh, we have a lot of people wanting to do that, and that's then called a special clearance. Okay. So we would approach SARS first, same process, same source of funds documents, depending on, on how the capital was derived. Once SARS approves that, we then go to the South African Reserve Bank and get their approval. We do need to supply them with a, a letter of motivation. Where is the money going? What are the kind of returns going to be? Is the money ever going to come back? What type of investment are they looking at doing? So that Saab can actually look at that application and consider it on its merits and then grant the approval. So Saab is a reserve bank? Correct. And then, like, is there any cost, like, if if it's over that eleven million for the clients? Yes, or? generally, um, the bank that the banks that we go through do charge a fee, and it's usually about a, a three thousand two hundred rand plus flat um, application fee. I've not actually seen that being invoiced yet. <laughs> Oftentimes, if we're actually doing the 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 uh, forex on those transfers, the bank doesn't invoice that over and above because they make their spread on those transfers. So we've got a client that's got 800,000 rand. They need to buy pounds or dollars or euros. We call you up and then you, the 800,000 rand goes where? 
Oh, so that's a very good question. We do open a treasury account for the client in their own name. They would add that account as a personal beneficiary on their transactional banking and EFT their desired amount to that account. Why wouldn't they just stay with the bank? So banks fall under a different banking act, whereas we are part of the FASE Act, which is the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act. We've got to actually disclose all the the fees that the client will be paying, where the Banks Act doesn't have to disclose all the fees. They will give you their fees, but they are far more inflated. If you're going through a treasury outsourcer via an intermediary such as yourselves, you will get discounted rates with us. So, for example, anything a million and below, you'll be paying 0.55%. That's on the exchange rate. And for anything above a million up to 10 million, you'll be paying 0.50% on the exchange rate. So I transfer the 800,000 rand into the separate account in my name. Is it a money market account? Is it a what, what kind of an account is it? So it's a call account, the interest of which is calculated by the four best performing money market funds in South Africa. So if I leave the money there for a month or two, I'm going to get some interest on that money. Let's say I'm not sure what the dollar exchange rate is. I think it's going to go get worse or whatever. I'm thinking I better wait with this money. Can I leave it there in that money market account and you'll give some interest? Absolutely. So it does earn interest at the moment today. What the rate is, is 8.13%. Quite good. Yeah, it is, it's not bad at all. Um, so that money can earn interest sitting in there waiting for when you're ready to exchange. Then I phone you and say, right, I'm ready to go. I want to put it into my Alan Gray or my 91 or my Momentum Wealth International Investment. And then what happens then? And at that point, the traders will quote you a rate of exchange. And again, our transfers are discounted. So up to a million rand, so from our pretty much our minimum is 50,000, up to a million rand is 0.55% on the exchange rate. That includes the bank's fee as well as ours and the SWIFT fee. Anything over and above 1 million, we charge 0.5% on the exchange rate and no additional other costs. So exchange rate that day, you take off a percentage points or whatever, and that's what happens. Then you purchase the dollars and you send the dollars to Alan Gray or to 91. Correct. correct? Yeah, so we would get the investment account details from the financial advisor, including the specific reference. Then our team actually does the balance of payments reporting via the bank, their exchange control division, which reports everything to the South African Reserve Bank. That money would go into dollars. We would transfer it via that balance of payments form and it would then land on the platform and we'd get a swift confirmation of payment for that. And I think my experience has been that my clients have gone directly to their own personal banks, whether it's a private bank or a special arrangement, the rates that you are able to offer them are far better and that's why we're using your services. Absolutely, yeah. And why wouldn't you go directly to Alan Gray or 91? So they are investment houses. They don't usually have agreements with a bank. They would have to open up a treasury outsourcing license and apply through a bank to get that kind of license up and running. So Alan Gray have got that. So Alan Gray under a million have got that. In, um, they, they, it's easy for us to deal with them under a million because you put them the rands into their account and they do the transfer. But then it's on that day and you can't wait. Correct. Right? Then there's no Correct. discretion on the exchange yeah. rate, but they do have that functionality. Yeah. yeah. 
What is the treasury account? When you said you open a treasury account on my behalf if I'm doing it, what is that? Good question. We call it a treasury account. It is a money market account, but we don't um, we don't necessarily want people to think that this is now a transactional account with Investec or Capitec. It does not come with a card. It doesn't come with online banking. It is merely an account under our, our banner as the treasury outsourcing company. So that's why we call it a treasury account. So Warren, they get an institutional rate on the money market rates. So you enjoy that rate, the the, the big pool of money that they've got. Yeah. You get the rate there, but you get a, a money market account opened in your name, but it's not a transaction account, so you can't use it to yeah, purchase no, anything, you have a so, card yeah. or anything. So you can only directly transfer in and out to other accounts from it. Yes, and then you can hold the money. So what was Bronwyn was saying, you know, sometimes you want to check what the rate is. Is a dollar rate better now or in two days' time? Yeah. And you can leave your money in that account. But while it's in that account, it's earning interest. So you're not, not yeah. getting interest. No, no. And there's an sense, issue yeah. as well with uh, calendar year f- and tax year. Just explain that to our listeners. What do you mean by that? Okay, perfect. So, yeah, generally um, with your allowances – you are given these 1 million slash 10 million allowances within a calendar year. So it's 1st of January to 31st of December. So it does not have to do with your tax financial year. The only where, the only time that the tax financial year comes into play is when you are giving SARS your assets and liabilities when you're doing that SARS tax clearance for the approval for international transfer up to 10 million. So is the 10 million still part of the calendar year? Correct, yeah. So good question because a tax clearance or an approval for international transfer is up to 10 million and it is valid for one year from date of issue. But then your actual allowances in the calendar year still prevail. So you can get 10, 10, 10 million tax clearances as long as you limit yourself to only that 10 in that calendar year unless you get SAAB approval for more. So if I get a, if I want to do four million and the approval is one December this year, it'll go to thirty November next year. Correct, and I'm so glad you said thirty November because even on the actual form it says one December, but in reality it is the night before, so you have one less day technically. So I've got until that period of time. I can't do it this year because say. I can only do well. Can I do it this year? Can yes. I do my ten million this year? You absolutely can, even if. Or it can is I do issued. five million this year? Yes. Let's say let's say I get ten million approval. I can do five million this year, and then wait until February next year or March next to do the other five million because I've got the approval that's that SARS gave me. SARS gave me over the year. Right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So the only time that that approval for international transfer or the pin letter that you actually get from SARS, the only time that that actually doesn't work is if for whatever reason you you fall out of being tax compliant. Mm. So say you, you've done, it's now February or whatever the case may be and you've done your tax return in July and you owe SARS 2,000 rand. As soon as you are not tax compliant, that SARS PIN or the international approval letter mm. now falls into the non-compliant category. You need to clear so your then you affairs. Clear that, yeah. Correct. Yeah, and then it's then again compliant. But any money, international money, leaving South Africa to another geography, another currency, you, you are, you're able to do it 1 January to 31st December in, in the million and 10 million case, correct? Correct, okay, yes. Cool. And then if they want to bring it back, does it have to go through that account again? 
It can. So a lot of clients do forget that they can use this account for international transfers into and out of South Africa. Okay. If they're using their treasury account with us or via treasury outsourcer like ourselves, they will then get better exchange rate on the internal transfer as well. Because that account is in their name, the offshore platform does pay into any account in the client's name. So the money comes into South Africa, goes into that special in what um, Capitec or Investec account. Correct. And then you do the transfer, the once again, the conversion from pounds into rands or whatever the conversion. But you'll always convert it into rands, right? Correct, yes. Okay. We do have the option where um, Investec offer a foreign currency account in dollars. That's quite a versatile um, option when clients want to either transfer rands but they want to wait or transfer portions of their, those dollars into rands at a time um, or they want to transfer dollars to convert to other currency to transfer offshore. So they hold the money in dollars? Correct. And then just last question, if someone passes away, how is that account treated? So it does fall into your estate because it is an account in your name. Um, your executor will actually find all those bank accounts because of common reporting standard. SARS will know about that account and they will come find it. <laughs> so it's a, it's a normal, it's a normal savings bank. kind of Correct. account yeah. linked so to like you. So it's like no beneficiary on it. Yeah, it's part of the will. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Anything else, Warren? Warren, very, very quiet, quiet this, this morning. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> No, I haven't got anything to add. <laughs> awesome, no questions. Well, I think Ashley explained it yeah. very nicely. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. Ashley. Awesome stuff. Good to see you. Have yes. a great rest of the week. Absolutely. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everybody. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, would like to subscribe. Please visit our website, www.growthfp.co.za. The information we have provided in this podcast is our personal opinion. For more detailed information, please discuss your financial situation with a financial planner.